podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wines and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto. ¿Viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Right, good, uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome along to this week's The Club podcast. Um, this, of course, is The Club. It's brought to you in association with Redsbet, and Redsbet are a betting site tailor-made for Liverpool supporters. Redsbet aims to share half the net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes, so no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Check out the odds on redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsible, and we will have some um, special bets towards the end of the week. To do with the United game um, from Reds, which will be grand. The we'll biggest week in the club's history. It is the biggest week in the club's history. So, um, and that's what we want to talk about. So, tonight I've got with me. He's come off hiding behind the camera. Well, you wouldn't have seen him anyway if you had him in front of the camera with the foggy dew that we have going on here. <laughs> Neil Gray has now c- now got a microphone. We've let him talk. Um, beside him, we've got Robbie O'Reardon. Beside him, I've got Ray Dicko. And then beside him, of course, I have Andy Young. Um, I am your host, Phil Casey. You hate me, and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say. <laughs> Never true words spoken. <laughs> uh, you don't really understand how much I despise the Liverpool family. Um, clump, it's country. It, it is. It is. Um, it's it's just it's just it's just horrific right. these days. Right, back to the biggest week in the club's history. Back yeah. to the biggest week in the club's <laughs> history. Um, we did a bit there of randomness on the periscope because to be quite frank, I haven't got the attention span these days for us. Mm. But I, I do want to talk about it is the biggest week in the club's history, uh, definitely in recent history, possibly since the last time we got to a Champions League final, which was in May. <laughs> <laughs> which at that point was the biggest week in the club's history, um, and just before that was when we were getting back into the Champions League. <laughs> when we were trying to finish fourth in the club that was also the biggest week in the club's history yeah. that we can remember mainly because it will get us back into the, the, the Champions League um, but looking at it it is quite a big week we've got Bayern Munich at home um, in our first of the last of the 16 in the Champions League and then we've got United away at the weekend um, and it's a game in hand over Manchester City so anything less than a, a no loss result and we've given the advantage back to Man City um, and then next week we've got Watford and that's not going to be an easy tie even though it's at home um, they mm-hmm. proved difficult as opponents all season long and hard to beat now I'm not saying we can't beat them but they do have Scott Fraser 
Carson, Ben Foster, whoever the hell, one of those generic English goalkeepers that plays and goal always seems to play incredibly well when they come mm. to He was making a lot. I remember the first the first game. He was making a lot of decent saves up until a point, you know. Yeah. So yeah. he's well capable of coming and having a and he's actually a decent well, so. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. that it's interesting, isn't it? The way that game, you know, the game that game falls off the back of what's going to be two pretty massive games, two pretty intense games. And Sam was and before the got, derby as well. Yeah, so it's like that kind of, the Amer- in American football, they say they call it the letdown game or yeah. something like that, don't but they? It's the trap game. The one that might catch you out because you, you've got to have all that intensity about the other games on either side. And then you've got this kind of... in between Banana skin. That's one way you take a 1-0. Oh, easy. You just take a one mm. Robbie. You, oh, just, you yeah. just go, oh, take, take the three points. It doesn't matter how we get the three mm. points. I don't know. You just take the three points mm. and roll on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, as Ray was saying there, it's just it's sandwiching somewhere like that. So at the end, of, at this stage of the season, anyway, as you've seen at the start of the season, when we're going on all those one and two nil wins, this is pretty similar to that. Like, it's just all about winning at this stage. It's not really how you perform. Yeah. That's what's going to get us mm. over the line, isn't it? 10 wins minimum, would we say? Mm. 10 wins now out of 12. Andy. Yeah, if you hadn't got the um, the Everton game at the end of all that, I'd probably agree. I think it's four games that Klopp's going to be looking at and he's going to have the players equally motivated for each mm. one of them. They're all as important as each other. Um, so it's just a massive, massive 10 days and season defining. These are, to, these are the games. That Watford game is the one that kills us in 08 and 09 and the one... Under under Rafa, they're the ones that we end up with a nil all draw there or something like that, and ultimately that's what costs you the title at the end of the yeah. season. The ones even the same with thirteen fourteen, where the the earlier draws in the start in the season where I think we played maybe Hull or something like that, and we lost and we drew other games, and they they're mm. the ones that come back before we went on the big run. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean the bar, the Bournemouth game was was a similar kind of mm. scenario. I mean it was it was going to be the beginning. But it was it's a bit different, wasn't it? it was like well, well they were going uh, similar side to Bournemouth in the extent where they will have a go at you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, pr- I haven't seen a record away to the top six sides, but I think it's similar to Bournemouth where they do fairly pick up regular hammerings because they're so open. Yeah. Mm. You've seen it, and like they're already safe, they're already they're not going to go down. They're probably finishing the top ten, so that will play in our favour as well. They're the type of teams that you want to play at the end of the season or around the stage that have actually. You just wonder. If, you just wonder if he's going to be attempted to do a bit of rotation in that game. Do you know what I mean? And if he does, then we we better watch out because yeah. we can't let things. We can't let the intensity drop by playing a Lana, for instance. Well, do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, a particular one there would be Trent. Like Trent has played the couple of minutes or whatever it was 10-15 minutes against Bournemouth went on the break and now he's expected to play four games in 10 ga- in ten days and we know how much we struggled in the prior games to that without Trent so yeah but in that game deep. against he might he might decide say to play James Milner right back against mm. Watford or something yeah. like that like he's probably going to have to and make some changes anyway yeah like you know because he's suspended I don't think he can play too I, don't think he can, I don't think he can do Munich United Watford and Everton, Everton with the same 11 no no no, 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 no and we know the Van Dyke is one change, that comes back in at the weekend yeah. like we know that right unless yeah. he gets a bowler <laughs> which the odds seem to be coming down with. but like he's, he's going to move things around like there's already talked that Sturridge might play tomorrow Firmino isn't fit right he's going to he's going to play players to sue what he sees in front of him Shaqiri yeah. gets a run at some stage in mm. those games yeah. you know the Keita plays starts at some point in those games I think our squad depth is fairly underrated in that sense like he's made a lot of changes over certain games this season and it's come off like I think the only main issue with squad depth will be in the front three I think the squad gets a fairly hard 
right at times in terms of that because like if you look at some of the changes he made like he brought Lallana in for a couple of games to start of the season so people seem to have forgotten he won mm. like sort of the way I think he played and he played Milner right back and that so like he's he's made those changes before and they've come off him so I don't think it's that it can be that much of a worry I think he's just got a ro- he's got to keep his rotation to about 14-15 players and l- not go too far down the okay. pecking order mm. I think oh, I want to bring it back then to the first game of the series which is Bayern Munich tomorrow night right? and, and, and that's why I want to, I just want to have a look at it because obviously we're missing Van Dijk so we're putting a mm. makeshift defence together yeah. and like Normally, when we're putting a makeshift defence together, you've got Van Dijk and another, and you say, yeah. well, no yeah. matter what, you've got, you've got, got him there to mm. talk whoever's through it. We're being led by Joel Tato Mazip, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've got Fabinho beside him, who played grand there, but had those moments where you knew it was a centre midfielder playing as a centre-back. No, no, it's, right? it was obvious, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Not up against the quality of opposition that we're getting, albeit like everyone's talking about how it's an aging side, but they're still a top top European side. Yeah, yeah. I'd still want to see Henderson playing centre back. To be honest, what? Nah, I don't think because <laughs> because no, like well, it was on the, it was on the cards for a game. A few well, it was a. Well, when he eventually played, did he end up playing right back? The end of not playing or playing. Yes, was was he right back? But anyway, yeah. 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 I think the, the point right. they're gonna make is. He doesn't have to talk the players. If he's a centre-back. If Fabinho plays centre-back, which we're fully expecting to play, Mm. we don't have Fabinho in the midfield to Mm. stop, to limit the attacks, to win the ball up high. The best way to defend with a shit, with a makeshift defence, it's not a shit defence, it's just to to give the defence less to do. And I feel the defence will have less to do if they had uh, Fabinho in the midfield. Mm. So that's just winning the ball back up a bit higher and getting chances on goal, like, you know, by pressing... But like you just, but I mean, Fabino, you're going to be losing a lot in the midfield. But you're losing I, a lot in the midfield by having Fabinho. Well, if you looked at the European know, games at home this season against Napoli, I think against PSG, like he played Henderson and Wijnaldum in the middle of the park. I think that's less of an issue at home than his away from home. Hmm. Like I yeah. think that that midfield is all right at home. It was right from home would kind of see our point a bit more. But no, I don't. I, I, I personally, personally, I. I'm completely against that midfield, right? And Henderson, Henderson, Wijnaldum. The Milner, Wijnaldum, Henderson midfield, right? I think they had a great game against Napoli in the thing, and I think that's probably their best game as a trio over the last two years. And it's done. It's it's actually served us really well. We've gotten to a Champions League final. We've qualified for Champions Leagues and a whole lot. But I think teams have figured out how to exploit the weaknesses in that midfield. I was more thinking about playing play Kate in there rather, rather, yeah. than, rather yeah. than Milner. I yeah. know, but why, why I think he goes back to this midfield and potentially he even goes back to that midfield on Sundays, he 100% trusts those three players to do the job he's asking them to do. Asking them to I don't do. see him doing away from home against United. I think you'll see Fabinho playing that game. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, actually, I, can't, I think he learned his lesson. Like, he played against yeah. PSG and they got well classed. And I think if you put that midfield against United's midfield, I don't think it'll work out. Yeah, well. so, so you have Van Dyke coming back, yeah. you put Fabinho back in the midfield, and yeah. then you 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 know having that three do, um, player combo. I hear you, I hear you, but every time we've thought that that midfield won't play again, the next big game that's come up, that's the well, he's seen two examples of where it's just not worked at all. So you would hope that two times is enough to learn a lesson you know you would hope so and I think Fabinho to be fair is is now a much more solid proposition than Mm. he was 
when he was selecting those particular teams. So I, I think he'd have enough confidence in Fabinho to play in that midfield role, to be honest I with think, you. I think it's as big a miss stepping out of defence with the ball and getting the tack started as he is defensively. You the earphones on, you know. Because I don't he'll. expect uh, Bayern Munich to be all that, really. Judging by what you've just told me before the podcast started. Well, if that's the case, I think his impact is underestimated at getting the, at getting the tax started and being available for the, for the layoff back off the midfield. I, I think you're right. I know, I know I'm right. No, I think you're right <laughs> when Matip isn't in the side. But I think they're so concerned about Matip being the last defender that when he is in the side... Is genuine concern because he's not very good? Well, <laughs> when, when he is in the side, if you ever notice, it's not Van Dijk who takes the ball out of defence. It's always yeah. Matip who takes yeah. the ball out of defence and Van Dijk remains at the last line yeah, of yeah. defence in that instance. Covering, Whereas when yeah. Lovren is there, yeah. Lovren, Van Dijk tends to get on the ball and bring it into midfield and mm. look to play passes around. And I think we have, all joking aside, I know Lovren's due his babysitting the whole lot, but like all joking aside mm. on it, right? <laughs> We are a stronger unit with Lovren as a centre back in it than with Matip in it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and outside <laughs> of outside of the, of the agendas yeah. that set with Lovren because you know whatever whatever reason yeah. is, but when he has Mo Salah's baby, there won't be fucking agendas. <laughs> we want him to sign contracts and everything at that stage to stay on for life. <laughs> but like, you know, and the only yardstick we have by judging the Bundesliga so far this season didn't Sports give Leverkusen a spank in there? Dortmund. That was Dortmund. Russian Kevin Keane was playing. Yeah, I'm buying themselves of of you know not being as as sort of all conquering after recently and even that even on Friday, you know, they they conceded a couple of goals against the lowly side, so yeah, at least we have no track record doing that at all this recently. Mm. Do we? Do we? Leicester. Oh, no. one goal. Have you seen what, Have you seen what he had? A league? fairly a fairly solid mid table proposition. I know, but it's the same with you. Augsburg are tenth or something in the Bundesliga. No, Bundesliga. they're about a seventeen. Augsburg wouldn't even make it. It wouldn't even make the top ten. No. Really it's all no. about relevancy. It's all about relevancy. But come here. I, I going back to like when I look at it and you look at what the Bayern Munich players have been coming out and saying. So they're all looking forward to playing Anfield. They all like yeah. the noisy stadium. Which, to be quite honest, they're, they're, it's it's truthful. They're used to noisy stadiums. You know, it's, it's I think like we're all looking forward to playing them. Because to be honest with you, it's probably the last sort of big team that we haven't faced in recent sort in, of in, in Europe. In we've only ever history, played them once yeah. in Europe, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when we bashed them when Carlo Ancelotti was manager in the pre-season tournament? That oh was yeah. Storch Garden done his hamstring. Yeah. Outstanding. And then we bashed Napoli in pre-season. Yeah. And we didn't bash them then in the real season. Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference. Because <laughs> <laughs> our Napoli in the Champions League last week stayed now. So no, that's no, why. No. And we beat them at home 1-0. Yeah. Um, We're only yeah, in it because not, of Alisson's like, save. Matip, Matip scares the life out of me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, I know what Lovren's like. You can have them moments where... Laps of concentration, leads from a stake, and then for 15, 20 minutes, he's a complete liability. But I think Matip is a liability throughout every game. It's just, he's so, he's so like. Yeah, I think it's know, the lack for of physicality yeah. for a guy who's, who's, who's playing as a centre back. Like, uh, and that's the one thing that's let him down from the, right from the off. He gets out muscled by literally every single player he's up against, even the smallest players. Like, I'd be yeah. worried about Kingsley Coleman going up against him tomorrow, and he's like one of the slightest players in the Bundesliga. Yeah. You know, you're looking at Gen- Serge Gnabry who couldn't, who couldn't hack it in the Premiership. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest about it. Yeah. And he's going to be. He doesn't. Uh, so he, he doesn't have those 
glaring errors that Lovren might have in him. No, but he's just he just throughout a game, it's just when he comes up against his his opponent, yeah, you know, it's a fifty fifty situations. They can they can flip it against him. So it just that that proposition scares me. So the midfield, if it's going to be Henderson, Ronaldo, yeah. Milner, or whatever. Henderson, Ronaldo, Cater. Yeah, I mean it makes yeah. sense. I mean, yeah. look, Cater well, spent all that time in the in the in the Bundesliga as well, mm. so he's got some experience about, playing against Bayern Munich. So yeah. surely that that comes into it. You yeah, know? but I'm just I'm just thinking that I'm reverting to that kind of shape where mm. they're kind of sitting in front of the defense. And with the with the absence of Van Dijk not organising things, yep. it will probably lead to a few. Okay. you know, Bayern getting in between the lines. Quick, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just ask, right? Because when you look, at, I know we're saying it's not one of the better Bayern Munich sides, but you yeah. look, you look at their midfield. You yeah. look at the likely midfield. It's going to be Thiago, Goretzka, and James Rodriguez. Essentially, mm. Rodriguez mm. in front of those of those two lads. They're mm. going to sit and play in the midfield. Yeah, you've got. Serge Gnabry, I still have no idea how he's ended up starting yeah. and playing for Bayern Munich. And you've got Kingsley Coleman, who on his day is a smashing player and would fit into our system like a glove, right? And then you've got Lewandowski, who might be 416 years old, but he's still a goal machine. Yeah. And he's still clinical in front of goal. So it's for us, the weakness of this Bayern Munich side is literally the defence outside mm. of David Alaba, who's one of the probably one of the best players in the German league over the last 20, 10 yeah. years or so that's there. But you've got Hummels, Bortang's not in, is, is going to miss it now, so it's probably Nicolas Sule who's going to play. And then you've got Kimmich, who's still quite young, yeah. playing as a right-back. So and Hummels get, is, the, oh. and despite everyone's lofty opinion of Hummels, Hummels is the one who is the loving of the Bundesliga. He mm. has a massive rake in him in high-pressure situations. I mean, as the keeper back to, to, to where he I, was. Any time I've watched Nero this season, any time I've watched him since he came back from the injury and gone to the World Cup, he hasn't looked... Mm. He's only looked at 70% now. He hasn't looked anywhere near back to the level of goalkeeper he was mm. before he picked up that long-term injury. And you don't know, sometimes players don't come back to the level they were before, but he mm. still looks like a player that needs... A proper rest at the end of the season, and then a full pre-season, and stay injury free. The fact that he's carrying an injury in makes it, makes it interesting to me. It does, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's defeatable. Where at one stage when teams end up against him, you just how do we score against this fellow? It's like yeah. a bit like the guy. You know the, the mentality that we've had against the guy for years. Yeah, it was the same with Nauer, and that isn't there. Anymore. Yeah, he's not. On, is it, yeah, exactly. He's not a keeper that is is like you got to fear. You know, the the thing that. It's crossing my mind about all this. Obviously, we've we've got a significant weakness in the first in the first leg, but it's not beyond the realms of possibility that we draw or even lose this first leg by mm. the odd goal and mm. still go through. Mm. Yeah, because like we we're more than capable, you know, in three three weeks' time to go there and, and win the game three one, for instance, if we have to overturn mm. a first leg deficit. So like, it's not all about. Tomorrow's game. I think we've just. I actually think we've got to play a fairly cagey tomorrow. To okay. be honest with you, I think mm. a lot of things that well, people. I don't know what people know about this. But like they've had a lot of trouble with their manager this season. Well. Man Kovac, I think they pretty much had to go have press conferences at the time to actually ask the media to stop being too hard. And we think at one stage that was earlier on, wasn't it? In the yeah, season, yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. In the Champions League, a press conference to say, lads, can you just take it a bit <laughs> yeah, easier? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now in terms Nine. of the Champions League, <laughs> 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 <Nine>. <laughs> imagine, imagine that, imagine. Liverpool Twitter. If if Liverpool came up with a press conference and said, Get John Henry over any chance, you might take it a bit easy and clap because he's still he's just learning the roles. He's just mm. learning the club and the whole. They sit, lost the plot, lost the plot. Sack him. Get him out now. <laughs> 
Now, like, uh, I think in a lot of time in the Champions League, in a lot, like, over the years, that the better manager always wins out as well. Now, Klopp has more experience going through these ties than their manager has. Mm. And that may be the final factor as well. He, like, Klopp has been there and done it in the, in the competition. Their guy hasn't. He doesn't seem to be good enough for them. That's why they're so far, well, not so far driven in the league, but they're not went run away like the UGR, so I think mm. that could be mm-hmm. a factor as well. Andy, do you have any, like, looking at, I'll go back to, our, our strength appears to be our attack. Uh, like, do you feel that the options we have in midfield, because essentially we have a fully fit midfield, mm, we can yeah. we can take, we can deal with what's in that Bayern Munich midfield and create chances at the, at the other end of the pitch. Yeah. Do you, do you agree with Kovac's um, belief that it certainly won't be a nil all match tomorrow? Because generally when a manager says that, it always ends up in a nil all match. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like, I, I am really concerned about the midfield. Mm. Like, you know, functioning without Fabinho. Yeah. You mean, yeah? Like it's yeah. it's just been such a positive. You know how he is, how he's emerged now to being like such a good player for mm. us, and it gets us back playing the way we were so used to last year, winning the ball up high. We won't be winning the ball up high tomorrow. Mm. You know, I mean, why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> I have a question for Neil now. The second that's right. going well, we won't be winning a, we won't be winning the ball up high as often as we would with it being on the team. And I think that's where that's where we can expose their weaknesses. So if the game is a bit more even and they have a bit of possession of the ball, and then you have Rodriguez operating in between the lines with Matip and a non centre back playing centre back, mm. yeah. we could be in trouble. Do you want to ask Neil this question and then we go back to this? <laughs> it stems on from what you're talking about there. Neil, yes, Phil. do you think we might play a false oh, defensive midfielder and then a false centre-back so we have Fabinho <laughs> step in sometimes That's to centre midfield? That's a double midfield. negative. So what does that mean? It's, it's, a false false? A false false. That's a true one. It is, <laughs> it is, yeah. You think we could have a switch over centre midfielder slash centre-back? Is there where, a Regista in there anyway? Uh, I don't know what that is either. It's a defence or a Regista. Think about it. You have Fabinho playing centre-back and you have Henderson playing as the defensive midfielder, right? So you have a false centre-back so and a false you midfielder. you have them going like this. Instead of going like this, you have them going like this. Right, so that means that the other team. sometimes Fabinho steps in mm. and acts as the defensive midfielder, right? And then yeah. sometimes Henderson drops in as the centre-back and allows Fabinho to push in. And that way, you don't lose out with Fabinho in the centre-back. In my humble opinion, that's a lot of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it only becomes the defence only becomes an issue when you lose the ball needlessly. Yeah, and I think we should be good enough to keep possession for large parts of the match tomorrow. So I don't think the defence is really going to be such an issue as we think it's going to be because it's a, it's probably the best time to catch Bayern Munich in the last twenty years. Mm. Is it? I think it is probably right. Yeah. I think a lot of us were actually when when it was down to the semis last season. I think a lot of us were, were would have been quite happy to draw Bayern as it turns out. I was. I wasn't. I was. I wasn't because Otmar Hitzfeld was the manager at the time, and I was just there going. I, I, he was the last person. Wasn't Otmar Hitzfeld? Was it? Was you? Wasn't. He was. He was caretaker. Was your man? Fucking what's his name? Same fella. It is. It's the man who's been there for Your years. Point is. Whatever. Same fella. They're all. They're all the same. <laughs> Hey, what's wrong? Just looking at the FA Cup draw. That's who all. cares? <laughs> Honestly, who gives a flying shite, man? It's going to be an all Manchester final wow, by the looks of it. Wow, balls. <laughs> balls. Imagine one of the teams could win Woo! again the Europa League. Wow. Yeah, everyone you just need to beat United in the final for the double. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Treble, quadruple. <laughs> don't win quadruple. everything in the world. Wow. Um, but, right, so. You won't be watching that final then. Which? Though. I haven't seen an FA Cup final since 2006. <laughs> I haven't watched a single FA Cup. Oh, sorry, the one that we lost. 
Chintaldo, Mr. Penno. Yeah, it's the last one you watched. Yeah, just as he took the when he took the little tibby in the in the step, when yeah. he was convinced he scored, so I said I never watched the FA Cup again. So we won that one. Um, but Ray, go on. We win. Yes or no? Tomorrow. Um, no, I think it'll be a draw. Okay. Robbie, three one Liverpool. That's optimistic. Oi, we're better than. I, I, I hear you. But we never do the simple thing. Mm, two two. We never do the simple. We done. Well, we did do the knockout stages last year, and I think we're better than them. I think we'll have. Well, I wouldn't say almost losing to Roma after having after winning nineteen nil in the first leg is is doing the simple well, thing. Well, we won the first leg the last sixteen by five in the last year, and then beat City five one. And I it was it so. Yeah, but we we didn't even play the first leg in the last sixteen last year was against Porto's under sevens. <laughs> it wasn't even the real team. There was lads there that didn't even know. In fact, when they sent out the reserve team, they were better in the second leg than they were in the first leg with the first team. None of those players have ever got moved since. And now we're linked with some fella called Edson Jedair, whatever his name is, and nobody's ever heard of him. Andy? I think it's extremely difficult to call. Is it? Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to go save 2 1 to Liverpool. Just because that means you know, no, but that means, that means it's not actually the worst result because it means that Bayern Munich fully believe they're in the tie going into the second leg mm-hmm. and will come out at us. If they were to win 1 0 tomorrow, it will leave a very interesting second leg because we go at them and they'd sit back and try to catch us on the counter. Or just taking yeah. the lot. Mm. I would. No way, go. <laughs> I, I would. Yeah, I, no way, go. Yeah, no yeah. way, go. To me. I think the clean sheet tomorrow is more important necessarily. Uh, yeah, it always is. Yeah. You're on fourth in the Champions League game. Yeah. Or you're yeah. Yeah. <coughs> it would, I'd back us to score in Munich if they have to come out and score against us. If they mm. don't have to come out and score against us, yeah. they just sit in trouble. and sit tight like, yeah. say, a Leicester or a West Ham have done us, which is, we've, we've, we've struggled to break down over the course. For us not to get punished Mm. Against Bayern Munich with Matip and Fabinho playing the centre backs. Yeah. I think it would be a gift. Yeah, so, points, yeah. nil all. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I want to turn then to United at the weekend, lads. Mm. Um, oh, superstar Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, right? The man who's, who's revitalised Man United's fortunes. Um, he's Just got one blip. Look, well, well, I, I laughed and, uh, as well. I laughed yeah. and codded and joked and said, I hope he does well enough that they get in, that they give him the job full time. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going to give him the job full time, especially right? after tonight, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But what's incredible is he has got them into the Champions League places. Now I think that's more to do with the collapse oh, of Chelsea yeah. Arsenal. Shocking, and it is the two of them. Now, th- th- to be fair, they've done, inc- they've had such a run of form, but they played absolute yeah. muck yeah. in the majority of those games, right? yeah. and they're catching teams like. Um, Tottenham in the FA was it Tottenham in the FA Cup they played them in the league didn't they the league cup was it no, no, no they didn't the beat league them in the league, league. Sports, they actually did, did us a favour yeah. there I, mean, I think Spurs Spurs better them in that game like, yeah they did four, five or six yeah the guy, the guy it was, it was and then, but was that Spurs were missing Ericsson and Son? And no, they were both playing in the. Ready? Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, no, I thought Son was going to that Asian Cup. That was his last Did game. Did he go for like a day or something? Yeah, and then came back. So he, 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 he only lost. Uh, he only missed two it's games. Up. Sorry, lads, we got knocked out. All right, and head back again. It's a yeah. long flight. Carry on scoring for yeah. fun. Yeah, I know. That's what he's done. But looking at it, like you got to look at this is a tougher task. Than when you know it came to Anfield oh, in yeah. December, like yeah, it's yeah. completely different. They've, they've got their tails up. Yeah, even the United fans, the United fans knew full well that they were just coming to Anfield to get beaten. Mm-hmm. Now they genuinely have the belief that they can 
uh, like even a draw is a spoiler, you know what I mean? But yeah. you know, the, the, obviously they say this is a gun fight. They yeah. say this as a, as a draw at Old Trafford is a good result, surely. No, uh, it, it is and it isn't though. In the context of this title race, of the season, draw at Old Trafford is a good result. A draw at Old Trafford in September or October would have been, of course. Yeah, but in the context. Right now, look uh, the running that we're in at the minute. Yeah, I mean, generally, in the context of it, of any particular mm. season that I hold mm. a draw or Old Trafford, I think, it's always mm. a good I think you're putting too so much pressure on the fight on a run in here, saying that you have gone to Old Trafford with 14 games left, or what is it, like 12, 12 isn't it? With yeah. 12 games left, mm-hmm. and have to yeah, win. I think that's a loaded. I think people are getting too carried away. I don't, and I'll tell you why I don't. When you look at the games that City have left, they've only got two teams in the top six left to play. City drop points over Christmas, though. I know, and everyone points to City. are not going to win every game. I, I would I would I will wager six cent that they win every single game. I'd see our six cent and raise you a six footer cent. <laughs> <laughs> then we will have this best and at the end of the season we're not gonna drop many points. If we, if we draw if we draw one all on Sunday and get the ninety three points and see you get the ninety five points and they win it, that's there's nothing more we can do with that. We're gonna drop points, they're gonna drop points. I think we're getting too hungry this happened to win every yeah, single right, game. Because that's why the, the meltdown happened when we drew a couple of games. The teams have blips in seasons, they drop points. You draws at Old Trafford are a good result. This is a, this is similar to playing City again. Yep. Because is we both fun. We no. That's not my point. We're playing United away from home, home and so and so are they. Mm-hmm. And better, United yeah. are going to want to beat both teams mm-hmm. desperately. Mm-hmm. You know. Just it will be some reward for the shit season they've had and Solskjaer coming back they would they would love to beat us or beat one of us they'd love to spoil I think they'd us. prefer to beat us than yeah. Man City if they were given a choice yeah. they do not want us to get 9 but games. it's two no. it's, it's two games be. it's two games that um, that City like we can lose and City can lose you know if you look across the rest of the fixtures we, we have to be winning the other games you know what I mean they're all ban- not bankers but the games you, you would expect to be winning if you want to win the league you have to win those games and they'd be looking at though like they will look at the United game as a, as a like as a massive mass, massive game for them if we can win that game it's such a huge psychological yeah no that's the thing man. yeah yeah. You know, yeah. it's one of your biggest remaining obstacles yeah. and if you overcome that then it just makes everything else seem that little bit more Do you think the psychological achievable? impact of not winning at Old Trafford is that will be that important? No. Just to play devil's advocate for a minute. Yeah, the, effect, the effect of getting beaten this Sunday will be we're just second in the league. No, right? I get so all that. I get all that. I'm just saying devil's advocate really is what I'm saying. So say we're, say just imagine it wasn't United on Sunday. It was yeah. Watford, right? And we were beaten. That's yeah. that have, does that not have a bigger psychological effect on us because we've dropped three points we think we're going to have already? Whereas... The, the collective understanding might be a draw at Old Trafford might be okay. Do you see the point well, I'm trying to make? Well, I look, I, I keep at every football game, I don't know. I carry three points, Neil. I've, I know, I know but the, do, you not, do you see the point I'm making? Yeah, it, it's because United, it's we can well, see we a point well and be, I raise your point. We can well be, <laughs> Neil, Neil. Two points. <laughs> we could be, yeah. be United and then we could you know, drop points against Wofford. Wofford. Yeah. Right, that can happen. Uh. But uh, this, this game that we both, City and Liverpool, the two teams that are, you know, chasing the title, have to play. And both teams, both managers, will, uh, and all the fans, will see this game as the opportunity to gain an advantage. All right, okay. We don't win on Sunday, and they win. That's probably the title. But they win at Old Trafford. They win. They beat, they beat City beat United at Old Trafford. But that's, I, see, that's weeks away. That's what, they're not playing until April. I think, like, 
this Sunday, especially because City aren't playing, they're playing the cup final, they've already played the game. Mm. Like, I don't think losing on Sunday means that we're going to. It won't, no, it's not, it's not, it's not that hard and fast, but by winning. Like, oh, we, we, yeah, massive, yeah, winning is, we're going to get beaten. Swing. Like it's it's oh, it's exactly what we need. See, we'll be sec. We'll we'll stay if we get beat. But then obviously we stay in second. That's a big see, psychological the, the, now, blow. This is the thing for me. I look at United, Watford, Everton. I yeah. can't I can't help but look at those block of three games, mm-hmm. right? And I look at West Ham, Bournemouth. That's what City are playing at, at the same time we're doing. United, Watford, Everton, right? In that run of games that we have here, right? You're thinking maybe West Ham takes something off City. Maybe it's a midweek game. It's coming off the back of the the, the, the League Cup final. Dodge at the end. They're all at the end. Yeah. They don't have any away matches left. <laughs> the Saudis paid for it. No, who are they? Which one are they? Which one are they? They bought every away stadium. No, which one are they again? Who? See, Abu Dhabi lads. Yeah, they've paid for shit on West Ham. The two games for City that I think they may drop points in is going to be the United game, and they've also got to play Palace again away. Yeah, and then they've got Chelsea. Palace. No, Spurs. No, they beat Chelsea. Spurs, Spurs in the second Spurs. last game of the season. Well, I'll come back to it. No, this uh, for me. Where's that on? This is the key. What? Eddie had. had. The pay for it. <laughs> Spurs don't even have a stadium, man. They think. Are we to play Spurs again? Yeah. 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 Oh. No, it's fucked. <laughs> but to be fair once we come through this block of three matches yeah. we've got Tottenham and Chelsea that's our last we've got two games against top They're six op- opponents right yeah. so if you come out yeah. with this if we can take seven points from our next three league games yeah. right then we've got two games against top six op- uh, top six opponents left yeah. and City have two games against the top six opponents left and one of them is the Manchester Derby yeah Right, mm. so like you, you start saying, the key to this is getting seven points. Well, the key for me is getting seven, seven points, points from the next three games. Yeah, that means avoiding defeat and winning two. Yeah. and it doesn't matter how you do that. If you take a draw in Old Trafford, you beat Watford, yeah, you beat everything. You're still top of the league. Yeah, you beat United. You are, you and actually, you beat you're still a point but ahead. If you, if you beat United and you you're beat a point Watford, ahead, your minimum points ahead with you, nine we, we, games I know we'll to talk, go. I know we'll talk a bit more about it next week, but that match against Everton, mm. Everton are going to play put everything in their existence yeah. that they've ever existed for because literally they have a nothing season they're on their way to relegation this at this moment in time yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially if they lose like, they could end up being relegated this season they won't if we were to turn them over 6-0 in Goodison right yeah. the, the fallout will be on the Richter scale they'll, yeah. just, they'll just pack in they'll, they'll just fold up the wooden benches and they'll go home let's they'll, not they'll forget let's the not, stadium implode let's after not the match. forget though how, how well they played against us at Anfield and that, how you know they, that game yeah, could have gone either yeah, way we, we haven't played well yeah, we haven't that's what I'm saying if we thumped them in Goodison if we turned them over uh, Goodison yeah. ridiculously they could implode they could get relegated and them getting relegated would be the funniest event in football in history Phil I know what you're saying about the seven points thing you know step back at saying seven points yeah. it is it is a good outcome but I, I firmly believe City will drop points but we need to keep getting three points <laughs> and fast we need, <laughs> we need to clock up as many three points I know points. what you're saying no, I because think seven, seven, is realistic. Th- seven is a realistic goal to aim at because you stay top of the league I think the, a, a defeat in any of those three games could be damaging so you, you come out of what is a tricky 
and Bayern Munich before that. Yeah. I think se- any seven, obviously nine points would be because before we play Spurs, if you look then at our next run, before we play Spurs, which is our next top six opponents, which yeah. is the end of March, yeah. you've got Southampton, you've got Burnley, yeah. that's the two games before that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So your your schedules, <laughs> you, you know, but your schedules. <laughs> <laughs> when the crowd is back, who oh, wants? Yeah, yeah. oh, who would play Declan Rice? But yeah, you look at it and you say, right. So Tantum Burnley, assuming you haven't gone Harry Carey and lost the next three games, mm-hmm. you're thinking to yourself, right, we can get ourselves through because Southampton is way Burnley's at home in terms of what's there. Then you've got Spurs at home, so you're you're mentally. Do we not honestly s- think the league is going to change hands a couple of times for the season? Is it no. the lead? The, the lead. lead. No, no. I think it will. Do you not no. think so? Just because you wouldn't have the hand, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Is City take control again? I don't think so. I think it's going to change. I think it's game over. Do you? If they go three points clear, it's game over. Yeah. I think. I think if they if they got if they got a three point lead and obviously with the goal. Like what we have now. Well, if we win the game, if we win the game, yeah, if we win, if we win on Sunday, yeah. There's a difference. There's a big you difference. Have, you have is this you our game in hand against you have a, yeah. I take yeah. that. Like, you have a team. Have <laughs> 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 you have a team that's been constructed out of hundreds of millions, right? Uh, that every single. So was Liverpool. The goalkeeper in the centre half for 150 million, for example. We, we are talking a different. You're talking about if the cheapest player that team. Ben, I'm gonna shove that no, no. Face. I'm going to say to you that even the lads on the bench at City cost hundreds of millions. Yeah, right? I, I actually forgot until it was on. What's this? Most expensive signing. I know. Hasn't started the league game since he. Since they played at Anfield, yeah, but remember last season? The oh, they needed a, they needed a fullback, so they spent fifty million on. But what's the two? They spent a hundred million. What's the point you're making here? Like, uh, like I'll be okay with us not winning the league, and that's no, it. No, you won't. <laughs> no, Andy, who are you <laughs> listening <laughs> to? <laughs> <laughs> no, Andy, Andy, the point I'm making is that this is a team that's already won a league title. This yeah. is a team and on the last game of the season. Yeah, the this, this is a team that's also stolen a league title off Liverpool in 14 14 Because if you look at going back to where everyone says, no, going back to where everyone says. Well, you know, there's no way they're going to win every league game till the end of the season, right? When we went in at the start of April, we're talking about April. We went in the last three games of the season, and we, we do needed, not let this slip. We needed <laughs> only seven points from our last three games to win the league. We were one right? to six. Yeah, with the bookies, right. one to six, and it was like at that point, I think City had four or five games left, and it was a case of they, two they, games they have to win every single game to win the league. And yeah. then Ray, you, you know said that like you were back in your mouth after you put the mortgage on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way City win every single game between now and the end of the season. Big four games, yeah. Games. This is fifth. This would be what. 14 out of 15 if they win if they do then good luck to them yeah. but, they're, 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 but their biggest run of consecutive wins is 19 so when I go back to it and I say there's no pressure on them enough. Le- no, Le- Le- they, are game, used, they are used to this pressure how many goals have they scored 116 Million. Million. Am I right in thinking, so we beat Bournemouth, we were all patting ourselves on the back and they've gone out and scored 10 goals since then? Oh, since we played the, again. The, the Chelsea game. The Chelsea game is just like, that was absolutely pricks. Yeah. Go, like, you're taking a 1-0 and you've got like a difference of 5 goals in the, in the thing. And it ends up the end yeah. of plus 10 I, no, on what we have. It wasn't like 4-0 after about 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 11 well, minutes. I wasn't watching that and we went over to my to get me dinner and I walked in the gap just to be able to go, this is a load of bollocks. There's no point even watching that show. I assume you're in it anyway. A little stream. Just getting around. They're telling it. You know, you know when you do a score update, you're walking around, you do a score update, and it's like 3-0, and you're going, I thought that game kicked off at 4 o'clock. It's like it's 5 past 4. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah. What was I going to say there? You got knows? railroaded, didn't you? Yeah. You were just about to say you don't mind if Liverpool don't win the league. No, I don't. Oh, well, that's not exactly what I was trying to say. 
like looking back in the season, like coming, looking you know, back. at the end, <laughs> being, second, being yeah. second against against that Manchester City team, like it, you know, it will be a decent achievement, and we be. It will show improvement. We can discuss about that at the end, However, the end of the season podcast. When, the I, season when, I, when I spent an hour going, I told you so, told you so, <laughs> yeah. told you so, told you so. I'm just going to call it, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. right. So you we were better ta- win the league. You were talking about their bench and the millions and billions and all that they spent. And they used to lead titles. They used to title runs and they used to the pressure of this type of title running. I don't think the many that retaining the title retaining the title is hard. I think that what you made. That's fair enough to do a part of it again. Retaining the title is is difficult enough. Company was there, isn't it? Retaining the company was there. Joe Hart was there. Right. No point. You just keep talking. Joe names, names, lots of names, names upon names upon names upon names. Hey, it's your man. You know that fella that plays as a fullback for them who's never played for them? Remember the fella that spent 100 million and all he does is do Instagram and head oh, off? Andy. Yeah. What's the Jack Canary there? He's literally like, he's basically loving Gomez and uh, Oxlade yeah. Chamberlain. Yeah, but he's great when he has the best crack. The best crack was when people were talking about... Um, Robertson being overrated. Oh, I'm fucking Mendy. And everyone kept saying, everyone kept saying, ah, Mendy's better and all this. Yeah. Mendy, what, what the fuck does Robertson have to do to be better than Mendy? Who does? This do is anything? the point. This is the point of putting the agenda I wanted to make with the LFC family arses, right? No. Honestly, no, no. This what was Mark. There was Mark. There was some. There was some type, Some. <laughs> <laughs> there was one put out there. Yeah, Arf, no. Some lunatic. Put out there, are our fullbacks overrated? Right, well, I, I give yeah. up. Right, that right, is right. only a question. It that is purely just a question. Did you see the responses? Yeah, it's the responses that are the problem, not the question. The <laughs> Robertson's been bashed in every game he's played this season against a decent winger. When? When? Listen, the problem here is we've only conceded about seven if goals. If you're willing to long. answer a debate like that of some knobhead on Twitter, then that you're the problem. I did not. I refused. So I just sorry. looked at it and I, 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 I went into sentence and I seen deactivate <laughs> and I hovered over deactivate for about five minutes. <laughs> Shawnee Lawson deactivated over this stuff, right? right. Then, this, this, then there was another. Then there was another. Uh, there was another out there saying rate the midfielders this season under importance to this season, right? Yeah. And Chamberlain won or something. Yeah, Chamberlain won. Case it too. I thought I was looking at Is this is this reverse order? Are we playing golf here? Like you know the way you, you got your rank lows to high. Like well, what what are we doing here? If you haven't got Milner, Fabinho, Henderson, and um, G- Wijnaldum in, in that four, in one whatever order you want to put in your own personal preference, and then the rest, you can just do the rest, right? You're insane. And yeah. I'd even I'd even go as far as saying Fabinho has to be fourth because he hasn't played enough. Yeah, yeah, I agree with has to be fifth. Of, don't mind that madness yeah. on Twitter. That's a parallel <laughs> universe. Speaking of which, Shaqiri's been a bit of a letdown lately, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he hasn't seems been. to have gone he's off got the boil since... Actually, not... not, not, not allowed out. He's, he's got, been injured, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's got, he's got a bowler. Bowl eggs, he has. Yeah, he has an ab- abdominal strain. He went to McDonald's, um, <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he had a family bucket, and then he also had a family meal. And it was, it yeah, but he'd, he'd lost his form before that Newton. injury. Where was he injured? It was before the Bombs game. You got injured. I've heard recently talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? <laughs> they know you have that. Mm. Is he dead now? I think he is. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But anyway, is he, he feeds. He, yeah. he feeds. You know Donald the bunnies Trump. who live in the Playhouse Mansion. Yeah. He feeds them out of a massive Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket every day. That's all they eat of. You know the way. That's all they eat. Of. <laughs> 
the big bucket and put them in the table and all the bullies come over and eat over. That's how they I guarantee, it. I guarantee it. That's like slavery. I guarantee it. Donald Trump does the same, but just him locked into his room and just a and massive a massive bucket of Kentucky Fried and Chicken and burgers and everything just going in there. He just puts the hand in and he's there watching Fox News tweeting shit. You know, it's <laughs> a load of a load of Budweiser into him just, what, what's this? Tr- Trump threw out his bread to some. What was it? Who was it? Basketball. It was the college. No, it was Clemson, wasn't it? The basketball team. Yeah, they won the college championship, and he basically bought them. What do college kids eat? Yeah. Fast food. So he got every single. Burger and whatever you could get yeah. lunch on the table. I wasn't That's aware what, what that was, were you? What? That. Well, Trump does that all the time. Apparently that's a white power symbol. CW and the P. White power. That's... Is that's a thing. No. I wasn't aware that. Someone just made that. No, up. no, no, it is a thing. But I, th- I think it's just a coincidence that he does it all the time. Just a coincidence. <laughs> but I don't know. It's a bit fucked up, isn't it? There's isn't it? Just a coincidence. See the W and there's, there's the P, right? Do you reckon he could do the thing? Yeah. Do you think he could Man, do the thing with the I? What? You know, do you know that thing? You should just wear a monocle. Can you imagine him standing monocle there doing the thing? I refuse to talk <laughs> to anyone until I do the Deli Alley sign. <laughs> <laughs> do two things. Well, anyway, back to... I what? think they look back at Trump and say he's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trump will be re-elected. Yeah. You mark my words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He will be re-elected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what's gonna, it's, it's going to be so polarising, and then he'll end up just changing the law. So do you know what I think is going to happen? He'll be re-elected, right? The Reichstag will be burnt down. Right. By the communists, apparently. Okay. And then he'll declare himself dictator. Do you reckon, yeah? yeah no, I don't, that may have happened before. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. But I think that's what he's going to happen. And he will bring into vogue Charlie Chaplin moustaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a one-handed salute. And he'll get Hugo Boss to make all the uniforms yeah, for the White House. <laughs> right. Um, Most of what he's done is just being what he said. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Ever that's got, exactly right, Andy. Why is anybody surprised? He's just doing what he said he'd do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, what's that? No, I just uh, United won that game tonight, two 0 off thirty three percent possession. So fair to say they're Wait, counter the attacking. counter attacking so uh, which makes them dangerous on Sunday. Yeah, because that's Lingard and Rashford or Lingard and Martial, and then, then, they, then they were talking about them being fit. Yeah, yeah. So. they're like, listen, that's a guy injury. They're all going to be dead until the about three hours before the game, and then they'll be resurrected, and they'll be all out training and going, "Oh, look, they're fit!" And it's like, "Woo!" Well, they all know they've been training away, not a bother. You won't be surprised if one of them makes it somehow out of the blue, you know. The, the way we beat United is to score against the guy, and I know that sounds very simplistic, but the <laughs> amount of trouble we've had scoring against him since he signed for United is off the charts. Right? He did two deflections in December. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness yeah. to the guy, anything near him, he's stopping it. Mm. Anything near him, even when he was having a shift form. For against the rest of the teams, he's still putting in more of these against us. I'll never forget the save. Do you remember Matt the save off Matt yeah, yeah. It's just outrageous. Like how he did the score, that was just. We played him last year, and he made a string of saves, and they beat us two one. And then they played Arsenal, and they think Mustafi scored from the edge of the box where the ball bounced on him. He just panned into his own net. Into his own net, yeah. And you're just looking at mm. going, that never happens against us. Mm. I hope he signs for PSG. If it's not Qatari money. Please save us. But um, just, just going back to that, I mean, they were showing up good and proper by PSG there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, the one thing I would say about that game on Sunday, the, you know, between the atmosphere and obviously I think United will look to do what they tried to kind of do against PSG, really. Like, they, they, they were... They could easily have scored in those those first twenty minutes, and that game might have turned out a bit differently. But they're going to throw everything at us the first mm-hmm. twenty twenty five minutes, and they're going to have to be mentally tough. It's just unfortunate we're, we're not going to have a fit 
a properly match fit Lovren or Gomez for that game because mm. like you want mm. that extra defensive solidity down to Old Trafford. Mm. Yeah, I'd be mm. nervous about Lukaku trying to target Matip like he did last year. Yeah, get away from Van Dijk and target Matip and look to just bully him for the whole game and create yeah. channels. Create channels for their midfield runners. Herrera, who was a little pox, yeah. but he's very good at midfield from, from deep midfield runs. Pogba then just overloading that same channel where Lukaku's yeah. barging Matip out of the way. Like when they're playing the ball out from the you know, for goal kicks, you just have to put Van Dijk on Lukaku. Mm. Simple as that. Mm, I don't know, but it's it's not it's not it's not that I'm talking about. It's it's quick breaks where they do, where they'll just use Luke, play the ball into Lukaku, not necessarily from the Gaia, but from their midfielders into mm. Lukaku, who just bully Matthew about away and it'll create space for one of their midfield runners to come and literally yeah. attack us through the centre of the park. Mm. No, that's where my money is, and that's where Pogba will look to attack. They'll look to overload Matip and stay away from Van Dijk as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Flip side is, I think Ermid again. Ert front three can absolutely go at their back four. Their, their weakest part of the United team Actually is that defence. Right yeah, like is, is, is that defence? I know. Rose's game against Salah last year uh, got very tight to the centre backs and Salah couldn't play. But that's they, Marine, that's Mourinho football. Though, yeah. yeah. don't know, but they'll, they'll use, like, that doesn't mean Solskjaer won't adopt the same defensive. Anyway, look, it's a, it's a blueprint on how to. How to handle Salah? I know he's playing a different role now. Yeah. Right, lads. Positively here, so we get a win against Bayern and Robbie. Draw. Draw against United. Yeah, but it's just the fact that we never win there. Um, I think we're much better than them. They kind of will see us and watching them against PSG last week. Feels we can really beat them and beat them well, but it's just going there. Shit scares the shit out of me. Right. I'm gonna go for a two-one win. I think we are better than yeah. I think we are better than them. I think if we can weather that first twenty twenty five minutes and get to half time at nil nil, I think a bit like PSG. I think we'll have enough for them second half. Andy, yeah, I, I think we win simply because like this just season has to work out. <laughs> <laughs> that freak goal we scored against Everton mm-hmm. yeah. that's when I start believing that we might actually win and you start to believe in as soon as it was August no no right? like, I, I still I still kind of think City will win the league but the belief that we have a chance such a big chance mm-hmm. you know only stuff like that what happened against Everton that freak goal that Origi got and then the one we got was it against Palace as well where the goalkeeper threw it backwards yeah yeah like that only happens to teams that win the league. Mm. So if we don't beat United, I feel like it's it's um you know I just personally if we lost sorry if we lost, mm. I I feel like it's kind of over. So on that re- on that basis, I think we win and keep this dream alive. And to make it even better, we win convincingly and make make shit of the notion that they're actually good again. Again, PSG made them look like fucking assholes. All the mad stats lads says that eventually the XG, XGA, XGGGA <laughs> eventually has to revert to the mean. Now, I'm not a statistician, but I do agree that at some stage you have to revert to the mean. There's a reason why it is the mean. And those lads have been, the United have been outperforming literally for the whole time under Solskjaer so far in terms yeah. of their expected goals and their expected goals against. At yeah. some point, yeah, it happens that there's a reversion to the mean and their performance mirrors what it is. And if that's the case, then you're looking at Liverpool and you're saying once they continue to perform to the levels yeah. they're expected, they should come out in what will be a tight game. Yeah, mm. they look, they 
They've had, they've won a couple of different and games. They've been your they belief they on stats. You don't want to Me? Hey, you just said that. I know, yeah. I just wanted to point I'm, out. I'm, like, I'm basing mine on something even... I'm mad. Just that it has to happen. Right. Well, they, you know, they've had like yeah. some good results with Solskjaer, but yeah. look, they came up against class yep. in, with PSG, mm-hmm. and it was shown. Okay. And I think well, that was wasn't like, even full. That wasn't even the PSG that come to Anfield. Yeah, no, you know, we win. Neymar, Neymar played we win. there at seventy nil. We win convincingly. <laughs> <laughs> we win. Well, yeah, we win, and I think like I think we win by two clear by like. Yeah, it, you know, not, we win by a scoreline that you're gonna yeah to stick a finger up to them. And we say, lose tomorrow night and we win on Sunday. I, that's my honestly, I'll take it. and I, and I'll I never say it. we win in here. I never say anything. It's always a draw or a loss. But there's something in me that says we have to prolong our pain long enough. We have to get to a stage where it looks like it's impossible for us to win the league. I mean, impossible for us to lose the league because <laughs> it's only then do we truly lose the league. <laughs> <laughs> it's only then that the true core of Liverpool yeah. fans when Titanic Pool appears yeah. <laughs> icebergs there that fog comes across the camera and all the fellas high. first on first on and boom you're gone and all the fellas in the main stand who moan week in week out can actually sort yeah. of feel vindicated yeah. with some of the stuff that they've been coming out with all season yeah? exactly yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah I never got to talk about the the Birmingham lads dressing up at the Beatles that was just weird um, really yeah yeah the, the, the devil did <laughs> German newspaper yeah. newspaper they put on there? fake wigs and did like over, walked, over the road they, yeah. not even a road they painted a zebra crossing yeah. on the training ground to replicate oh, no. the Beatles with the wigs on and it was Hummels uh, Neuer Muller who was not even available to play and I've no idea who their player was and where is this they're saying we're off to Liverpool. We're going to Liverpool. <laughs> finally, finally. I, I Anytime a European team plays at Anfield, there has to be some sort of Beatles related. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. You're starting to get a bit excited about it, actually. Yeah, of course. I just this the 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 United game hanging over. Yeah. Mm. It's just it's just real. It's, it's like a fog in a camera that won't lift <laughs> on a periscope. Anyway, that's been the podcast tonight. So look, a big thanks to Robbie O'Reilly for coming in from Ray Decker Dickinson. From Andy Young and from Neil Young. Neil Young? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio. There you go. <laughs> It'll be your host, Phil Casey. This has been in association with Reds Bear. We're back next Monday. We've got a post-match stuff tomorrow. We've got the cup table Thursday, and we've got the Fatback Four on Sunday. We're back on the Monday, and there'll be something on the Wednesday, and there's something on the Thursday, and blah, 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 and you know, all the jobs. Anyway, and don't forget to get on and support the Sean Cox thing as well. The, the, you'll find it on www.lfcdt.com forward slash support Sean. £10 gets you 15 interviews, £5 gets you 5 interviews. Don't miss out. It's for a really good cause. Every single penny is going towards it. So that's it. Good night. God bless. We'll talk to you next week. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a thing we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah. 
They were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.